Welcome to Fit Food Junkies, addicted to health. My name is Emily E, and I'm a certified group fitness instructor and personal trainer. We will not only talk about fitness and nutrition, but also explore how to build a strong mindset, have ultimate motivation, and how to live life to its fullest. Let's start on our health and fitness journey together. Anyone out there that thinks it's too late for them, I'm here to tell them that it's not. I'm here to tell them to believe in themselves. My favorite quote by Kathy Jacobs, who I am so excited to have on today. At five feet, three inches tall, 56-year-old Kathy Jacobs is not your average cover girl. She was selected as a top six finalist for the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Cover Model Swim Surge Competition, being the oldest and shortest rookie in the history of the franchise. This age-defying beauty was recently on the cover of Women's World magazine. Kathy modeled 30 years ago and then went right back into it. Her mission then and now is to show to the world that beauty has no age limit and no height limit. Kathy is also a body positive activist and chats today about surpassing barriers and not letting anything get in her way. She takes us on her journey of how to just be herself, how to get comfortable in her own skin, and how she discovered her true purpose in life. Kathy is not just your average cover girl, but she is age-defying beauty and she's honestly making history right now. So tell us about you and what you've done in your life. Well, what I've done in my life or what I've done recently, because you know, I'm 56. I mean, I could talk for about six hours. <laughs> tell us everything. Um, everything. Well, I'll just, I'll tell you like the past couple years. Um, about a, of over a year ago, I would say maybe a year and three or four months now, I literally was working at a, a minimum wage job at dry bar. And, um, I decided that I was going to take some pictures of myself and some headshots and try to do some acting and some modeling. And I just started submitting my own pictures and I started getting all these jobs, you know, for uh, over 50. And I got some really fun jobs. I got to do some super fun stuff in the past year. And, um, Nobody was more shocked than me, but I'm just so glad that there's actually jobs out there and that I was able to get them by submitting myself. And then I entered this um, contest. Sports Illustrated puts out this contest. It's, uh, it's called the SI Swimsuit, SI Swim Search. Mm-hmm. And like people enter from everywhere, like just thousands of people entered. And it's mostly, um, I would say girls between 18 and 25. That's mostly who enters it. Mm-hmm. Um, that are like, you know, tall, tall, young, uh, and beautiful. But I really felt like since I didn't have an age range on this, that I felt like I really wanted to enter it. And so, um, I taught my daughter who did not want to make a video, but I talked her into making a video with me and said, so we submitted it. And then, um, I went on to, um, finish out the contest. She's going to medical school. So she's really not, you know, into this type of stuff. Right. So um, I got chosen as a finalist and I flew to Miami. And at first I thought, oh my God, I'm a finalist. This is so exciting. You get there and you see there's like 
probably a hundred other finalists, you know, just right. from that. And then they also had an open call. So then there was a whole nother uh, round of interviews um, for a couple days. And then they narrowed it down to 60 people. And then after they narrowed it down to 60 people, um, they did uh, way more interviews. You went to like all different kinds of rooms and you did all different kinds of interviews with different people. And then not only were the editors from Sports Illustrated there, the photographers were there, the models were there, and they all interviewed you and did Q and A's. And then they did a photo shoot where you stood in line and you went and you did a, a photo, which was uh, kind of nerve wracking, but super fun at the same time. And then we waited, we went home, we went back to my hotel room and I just waited. And then I got uh, called to come back again. And then we all went into like this one room, all 60 of us, and they picked like uh, 17 of us. And I was one of the 17. Wow. Yeah. So, and and you, even though the limit, so you, even though the limit, you said it was 18 to 25. That's the, no, that's the most, that's the number of the most eight. Most of the girls that enter this are 18 to 25. Like I would say like 90% of the people that I saw were like 18 to 25. That's the age range of girls that feel good enough about themselves to say, I'm going to go be in a bikini, which is pretty telling about society because when the girls that are like 27 that you see there, they're talking about how old they are. Right. Or 28 or 29, you know, or heaven forbid, even 30. If you run into those people, which is pretty rare, they're talking about how old they are. So it's just kind of crazy to me that see, to see that like women, no matter how beautiful and perfect they are, once they reach 25, once they get past 25, they to feel like they can't dream anymore or they're they're just gonna lose it by 30 or like this timer goes off and once you hit 30 it's all over so i was definitely um the oldest person uh there that i saw so and but then it just shows so much i mean the fact that you saw the limit and you still went for it and you well, i didn't see the limit i just saw like what was auditioning there was no they didn't they didn't really limit, but you you didn't get phased by anything even no though i didn't get phased by girls saying hi i'm my name is so-and-so and i'm 22 or hi my name is so-and-so and i'm 18 hi my name is so-and-so i'm 25 you know one girl was like you know, when the girls that were entering that were like, say, 27, were talking about how old they were. Right. I'm so old. I know I'm really old for this, but I really want to enter it. So, you know, I just feel that you have to change your mindset. Like, my mindset is not like I'm too old to do this. It just isn't. And, and I think a lot of it is keeping up with my daughter that's 23. Like, I spend most of my time with her. So... Uh, I do the same things with her. So it does, I don't really feel like I'm inferior because I'm her mom and because I happen to be 56 and she happens to be 23. I feel like I don't You're mentally I'm not 23 too. Right. I think I'm probably mentally look at, I'm looking at you right now. You look 23 too. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I'm mentally probably about 16. No, I'm just <laughs> But I just don't feel that, that we should limit ourselves. And I also feel like if I don't do this at my age and stand up and say, Hey, women, my age can still be worthy, can still be relevant. We should still be included. You can, it's not, it's okay to feel sexy about yourself because you're a certain age and to show the world that if, you know, I got to do this other women, we all got to come together and do this. 
because the world is going to treat us how we treat ourselves and how we treat others. And if we all collectively come together and throw out like this, this, this into the world, like a boomerang that we're worthy, that we're, you know, we should be included in everything and that we shouldn't be less than because of our age, then the, then the world will put, put, push, you know, throw it back to us and we'll catch it. So life's like a boomerang. What you throw out, you get back. Hmm. And so I just, I just feel like, you know, it's ridiculous uh, for people to put, I'm not going to let anybody put me in a box because of my age. I'm just not, it's not happening. It's not going to happen. Drop the mic. <laughs> I'm just not. You said on your Instagram, beauty has no age limit. Beauty has no height limit. So mm -hmm. you're five, three, you're 56. Yeah. You mm -hmm. were in the top six for sports illustrated. Yeah. And I saw these articles from people, all you, the, the modeling the bikini and, and you just look incredible, but you have such a story behind your mission too in life. You're not putting a number. You're not putting any stigma on modeling. You're trying to, you're sparking this new generational force. Well, here's the deal. You know, back when people couldn't run the mile in under, I don't know how many minutes it was. I'm sure you've heard this Four minute story. mile. Yeah. Yeah. They thought that the mile couldn't be ran in that time until under that time until someone else did it. It's just, it's sort of like that. It's like, you know, in 10 years, 20 years, people will be like, oh yeah, I remember when we thought 56 year old women were gross and old and ugly. <laughs> Isn't that silly of us? You know, I hope that it ends up being like that. And I just hope that it ends up being like, say you turn 50 mm -hmm. and you live to be a hundred. Are you going to spend the next 50 years of your life feeling old and less than and pushed to the side? That's a long time feeling bad about yourself or feeling bad about other people. You look at them and you judge them too by their age. You know, it goes both ways. We got to stop judging other people and judging ourselves about our age because it's just really crazy. I mean, think about it. Also, everything is the digital age now. We're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on Snapchat, TikTok, you know, uh, Facebook, all these different things. And you really need an online presence to earn a living. Let's say you're a real estate agent mm -hmm. or a doctor or whatever. No matter what you are, you kind of need to have a presence online if you're an entrepreneur. And you can't support yourself financially and hide from the rest of the world. So say you turned 50, it's, it doesn't make practical sense even financially to go and hide somewhere because you can't support yourself for the next 50 years in hiding. Hmm. So, so you, a you, sword. you modeled at a young age a while ago, right? And then you went back I, into it. I did. But the funny thing is in this age of inclusiveness, all these brands are being inclusive and they're having like, you know, plus size models and, and models of different abilities, models with different looks, models with different ethnic, I can't say that, it's pronounced that word, <laughs> ethnic backgrounds, <laughs> different colors of skin. And, 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 but the one thing that they don't include is height. You see models mm. that are my age, but they are generally five foot eight and above. Hmm. You see models that are plus size, but they're five, eight. You see models with different abilities, but they're tall. Hmm. So in the age of inclusiveness, the one thing that is left out is the shorter girls with the petite girls, mm -hmm. but 
the average height of a woman in America is five foot four. Hmm. And yet the average height of a woman in America in this age of inclusiveness is not included in the media or in print ads or in modeling or on the runway for heaven's sake. So hmm. that's insane because over 30 years ago, I used to do modeling in New York and they had these divisions called petite divisions and you would go and you'd get jobs. You know, they wouldn't be like the great of the best jobs, but they were jobs and they, and there were a lot of petite modeling clothing companies back then and all kinds of stuff like that, like all kinds of jobs. And those agencies don't even exist now. So instead of going forward in the age of being inclusive, we've gone backwards in the age hmm. of being inclusive for the girls that are of average height, which oh. I find fascinating. Yeah. That is fascinating. And you're creating yeah. such a voice and it's a new voice, which I admire so much. It's an old new voice. It's I'm an so old new old voice. I'm, in. <laughs> I'm so out on in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. What would you say for anyone who is going through maybe a mental crisis, whether it's jobs, whether it's just anything in life where they think they're too old, they think they're not good enough. It could be looks or it could be a mental restraint in their life. What would you tell that person that if they want to pursue something, but there is that mental block? I'm going to tell them, look, life is hard enough as it is. So don't make it any harder by limiting yourself because of your age. Just check uncheck that box where you tell yourself I'm going to limit myself because of this. Just uncheck it because whatever time you have left is whatever time you have left and you got to make the best of that time because mm. it's, we can't go backwards in time, but we can go forwards in time from here forward. You know, we can start trying to reach our goals or do whatever we need to do from here forward. And if I get discouraged or upset or feel depressed, it's not really because of my age. It's just because I'm not quite, I'm not where I want to be. I'm at, you know, C and I want to be at D. And when I'm at D, I want to be at E. I'm that type of person. But I just feel like, gosh, adding the fact that you can't do something because of your age is kind of ridiculous because you're going to be alive no matter what. So you might as well live be present and just live, give it your all. Yeah, you gotta like, yeah. You even said, I saw you, um, you said in an article, if you go down, go down in flames. Oh, you gotta but go. That's what I always told my Abigail, my daughter. I always told her this, cause she's seen me. I have tried and failed at so many things. Oh my God. Oh my God. You don't even want to know like so many things. My, I, I could change my middle name to rejection. I mean, I'm serious. So I always told her, I said, if you're going to go down, go down in flames. If you're going to lose, lose doing your best, you know, because you're doing your best and you're just, you know, you've seen someone that's like, maybe they didn't win something at a cheer competition. I didn't know you were a cheerleader. Or maybe they did whatever, but maybe they didn't know the moves. Maybe they were the worst freaking cheerleader, but they were giving it their all. It's like, they're going down in flames. It doesn't matter. You know what? You're watching them because they are putting a hundred percent into it in the world you're building this community around you to kind of like accept this rejection go down in flames go down and give it your all yeah it's true if you're gonna it's like who cares if you go down go down in flames i mean i'm up for like now i'm up to be the winner of this i could win this and become the oldest rookie in history and make history by that or i could go down in flames but you know what i'm not gonna let the fact that oh my god i could 
not be asked back next again next year and lose this and just have my one time that I pose in Sports Illustrated, which is still pretty phenomenal to be short I and fifty six. So. <laughs> so you know, and I could say, well, you know what, I better quit posing and bathing suits now because you know I could lose this and then it's all over. It's like, no, you know what? I'm gonna go down in flames. I'm gonna give it my best shot. I'm not gonna quit hiding now because I think, oh God, what if I lose this? And what if I'm not asked back again? I gotta like walk the walk and talk the talk. I need to record yeah. your voice and just have it on a recording ready to go when I, I'm ever just feeling like you feel that rejection zone, you feel down. I need your voice in my head to just say, go up in flames. Oh my God, or go down in flames. <laughs> now I have problems in other areas, but getting rejected and bouncing back up again isn't really one of my <laughs> Uh, it just, you know, I, you feel horrible when it happens and you feel like your whole world has come crashing down and nothing good's ever going to happen again. And it's okay to take a couple days, you know, a few days, a week, a month, whatever it takes for you. But you got to remember that you got to get back up again and get mm -hmm. back on that horse and ride it again. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, this is perfect example. I spent five years in my kitchen mixing up skincare. I make my own skincare for the past six. I don't, I don't buy, I don't go to the store and buy like face wash and moisturizer and any of that. I make it all myself. And I spent six years in my kitchen, five years in my kitchen, spent over, might be the past seven years now. So for five years I spent in my kitchen mixing up skincare and trying it out on myself and my friends. And I tried so hard to get the funding to get it off the ground and to get money for it. And I went on this TV show called Thunderdome with Steve Harvey. And it was the same producers as, as Shark Tank. And I go and um, you don't know who you're put up against. And the audience decides your fate. It was literally probably one of the stupidest shows ever. But anyway, I was on it. And cool. I go out there and they put me up. At the time, I think I was 54. I was wearing an apron and I have my skincare. And they put me against a girl in her 20s selling bikinis. I was so mad. I lost against someone half my age selling bikinis on national TV on ABC. And I was so sad. I was so depressed. I literally can remember just like tears flowing out of my eyes and hitting the ground and dropping back up. And I was inconsolable. They couldn't even get me to do my exit interview. They call it an exit interview, you know, when you lose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it took like me like two hours to even calm down enough to do that. That's how upset I was over that and uh, cut to, you know, just a couple, a few short years later, two or three years later, I ended up winning a contest with girls. All of them are less than half my age. Every single one of them, I flew to Turks and Caicos and posed in a magazine in bikinis with them. So it just goes to show you, you never know what's gonna be in your future. Even if you feel like right now, oh, it's all over. And I know with everything we're going on right now, I, I, I feel like that too, honestly. Sometimes I'm like, well, I guess it's all over. I'm going to go back to sweep of the floor and try hard. <laughs> you know? well, I, love so. how, I love how creative you are because I know my mom knows you as well. And she was saying, she goes, I admire Kathy so much. Not only everything you've done right to, up to this date presently, but also in the past, she says, I, every time you hear her, she's always doing something different, always creating, whether it was your, your cake business or your skincare, or you've had so many businesses and you've always just kept on going and being so creative, never giving up. 
and one thing, okay, didn't work on to the next, or maybe it did work and you just want to go on to the next. So I really admire that about you because you're always on to the next and you don't let anything stop you. And I even yeah, I just, created you know, a face I, masks too, right? Oh yeah. Well, I, I just made those to, to give, my mom is in a facility and they didn't have masks. So I made a bunch of masks and sent them. And then I just was making masks and mask tutorials, but that, that wasn't a business. That was a hobby. I just doing that for fun, but I've been making a lot of face masks lately. And yeah, I made creative. your creativity I, I, is, is yeah. When we first went into quarantine, I started cutting up clothes and stuff because I couldn't leave the house and making bikinis and matching face masks. I, saw <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I just started cutting them up and doing that. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I end up not having a lot of clothes left to wear in the closet <laughs> because I cut pretty much everything up. So. I'm about to get some new clothes when I can leave my house. It's okay. You can shopping. Keep making more, making more. Yeah, exactly. I also, I know you're a body positive activist and yes. I want to talk, I want to go into body, body positivity because I know how much you practice and preach all of that. What was it like going into, I mean, you're already going into this, this arena where you you stand out in the best way but you also you you took that in where you could have even gone in there with timid and lacking confidence but no you did the complete opposite and i'm sure it was very difficult between body image and mentally physically seeing all these beautiful girls around you that have amazing bodies and what was that experience like going into that Honestly, you know, I'm either really dumb or really smart, but it didn't really get to me that much because I know that if they were going to pick a lady my age, then they were going to pick a lady my age. If they weren't, they weren't. Mm -hmm. And I also, because I have a daughter your age and a daughter actually older than a lot of these girls, you know, I don't really feel like I'm competing with them. I just feel like I'm there with them. And I feel like they all embraced me because to be honest with you, I didn't feel less than because everybody was so nice to me. Like all the girls were nice to me during this whole thing, mm -hmm. because I think aging is such a scary thing, even for girls that are, you know, young mm -hmm. and it makes them feel a sigh of relief because they actually tell me, Oh my God, I'm not scared to get old or, Oh my God, I hope I look like you when I'm old <laughs> stuff like that. You know? <laughs> Like, you know, I think it made them feel like they had something to look for in the future rather than like, you know, I'm going to be able to live this amount of time and then I got to like fall off the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. I think it was encouraging to them mm -hmm. to see to me see there as a role yeah. model. Yeah. And then they're all like, oh my God, I'm going to tell my mom to do this. <laughs> you know, they're trying, they want their moms to do it. So That's I didn't really feel, I think just because everyone was so nice to me, maybe right, right. like, you know, I didn't have any experiences with anyone being mean to me the whole time I was there from any of the girls that I met, like nobody was mean to me. Hmm. So. And, and when you were younger, did you ever have ex bad experiences or, or, because I know I'd see, I'm so happy you've had such a, it's been such a positive culture for you, but you know, I I've heard so many stories in the modeling industry that it is a very negative culture. So how do you kind of, if you see that, how do you navigate around that? Or if someone feels very insecure about themselves physically and mentally, what would you, how, how would you help that person go through those feelings? Well, I do want to backtrack a little bit before I forget. 
I get a lot of people telling me that I'm old and ugly and I should be off the internet, but I don't dwell on that. Like, you know, there's, there's other people that like to dwell on that and they'll, you know, I could save and post, you know, all these things where people are mean to me on my timeline mm -hmm. and, but I don't, you know, I, or, or whatever. I don't do that. Like a lot of people do choose to do that. They focus on the negative and they put it on their timeline a lot or whatever mm -hmm. you call it. They mm -hmm. post it and it gets whatever. I show it with my family and we laugh at it. But I have people say you things like, okay, a couple days ago, someone called me granny and then told me I better start shopping for my coffin. Are you I mean, I get that. Oh, oh my God. I get that all the time. You know, but you like, have to laugh about it because it's, it's almost, you put yourself out there. You have to accept there's going to be negativity out there and you have to, you have to realize how you're going to take it into your life and laugh about it and know it's not true because you have that inner confidence or you can use it to bring you down. And well, you a, a lot of it is true. And like some of them are funny, like they're making fun of me, but they're making fun of me to show how absurd making fun of me is. Do you know what I mean? Like this one article was written about me and it was hysterical. It was like, um, see, here's Kathy Jacobs and this is why she's going to win. She's about to catch in on her 401k and she's about to head retirement and blah, 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 blah. And she's the perfect, you know, they, they totally oh. made fun of me and said that they were a younger guy, how they'd be into me. And then they're like, here's all the other girls that are going to lose to her. And they showed like everybody else, you know, like just totally making fun of me. Oh um, and those things just make me laugh. They, yeah, they don't, you know, because I'm just so grateful to be where I am and have accomplished what I have accomplished that, you know, the people that are mean to me and say nasty things, they don't even phase me. Hmm. And there's a lot of them. I mean, you know, also like every agency has turned me down, like every modeling agency, you know, even though I one, uh, this top six and I flew to Turks and Caicos and shot for Sports Illustrated. They're all, there's the petite agency I was with in New York now has this agency called Icon Focus where they handle ladies my age that are former models, but they're all like super tall, mm. you know, and mm -hmm. I reached out to them and in big letters, they sent me back an email. We are not interested in you. And I, I saved that email because I want to show it sometime not to uh, call out anyone, but just to show that like, like that doesn't phase me, you know, next, mm. check that box next, you know, you're confident. I, you're, it's not confident. It's, it's not even confidence. It's, it's just, not. it's almost like you just feel so sure of yourself and it's almost, you've gone through adversities in your own life that I have been through you, so much. You've chosen what life. to accept and what to not accept in your life. Yeah, I have chosen to not accept that I'm old and ugly and worthless. I've chosen not to accept that. And that is not really something that I'm going to let, I'm not going to take it from anybody. It's just, you know, we shouldn't have to take that. It's just, it's so silly to even have that. It really you know, is. It's like, there's a couple things you can't, there's a few things you can't control. You can't control the color of your skin. You can't control how tall you are. You can't control how old you are. I mean, those things you cannot control. You can't control whether you're, you, you're born with a, a, a different ability than others, whether it be mentally or physically. Those are things that are out of your control. So to be judged by others for something that's out of your control is, is ridiculous. It's just not acceptable. Preach that. Yeah. Preach that. I. 
you are, you are so inspiring. Your energy just exudes through the screen. And it's almost like you have this, you feel young, you look young, but you bring, you exude it. And it's almost like you bring it from within because you've created that for yourself, this young, limitless energy for yourself and in life. Well, I don't have limitless energy. You should see me when I first wake up in the morning. <laughs> I drink about three cups of coffee. Now I drink like a giant cup of coffee and it, it takes me like a forever to wake up. The rest of my family, they jump up and they're out the door. Like you your my husband, seat. I've been married a long time. My husband runs circles around me. Like <laughs> in my house, I'm like, you know, the one, my family is like, probably an anomaly because they're all extremely active, but I'm not like full of energy from the time I wake up to the time I go to right. sleep. You right. know, um, I have my highs and my lows and I have, you know, times where I'm better than others. Like for the past few weeks, I've gotten up every morning and been exercising at 8:30 AM, you know, mm -hmm. but there's been like, you know, a month during this quarantine where I really didn't do anything. And I felt pretty crappy that I wasn't doing anything. And the more I didn't do anything, the crappier I felt. Hmm. And then, so I started like exercising again. So everybody goes through things. I don't want right. to give you a false feeling that, that I'm always up and always positive no, yeah. because I'm not. And right. if I told you I was, I would be lying. Right. I just want to be real. I love your yeah. authenticity. And yeah. in, so I know how hard it is during quarantine also to stay active. And is it, so were you more, and I'm sure you've had those days like everyone else where it is hard to get motivated. Where did your motivation come from within for yourself or is it more for your modeling career? And, and how have you been able to keep up being active? Well, you know, the funny thing is like, uh, when I was taking those bathing suit photos, I hadn't exercised in quite a while and I felt pretty crappy. I felt like, Oh God, I'm really letting myself go. And then everyone's you like, amazing. you look great. I yeah. Like, wow. Okay. This is crazy. But <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like it helps my mood. Like I feel more depressed when I don't exercise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I literally get like, more depressed, I guess you could say, like, I feel worse <laughs> when I don't exercise. So I think also part of it, uh, is just been great because these, I know that, uh, sports illustrated has different people working out at eight 30 in the morning. So now I really don't have any excuse to not get up, come downstairs, you know, do a few things. And then when eight 30 comes around, go into my kitchen and do a workout, I kind of don't have an excuse. So I like that because I feel like I'm being held responsible. So that mm. definitely helped me knowing that there's a workout at a certain time every day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I need that. I need that structure. I'm not like, as far as working out, I'm not motivated enough to do it by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those self-motivated workout people. I need a group of people to be mm -hmm. around me or to be in or to be with and um, I started going to this place called F45 by my house. I love F45. Oh, you know what that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I go there. I'm probably the worst one in there. I'm, I'm not the best exerciser. Like, my level of exercise probably isn't as good as people would think it is, but I still do it, you know. And um, I just liked going there and be around all the people, you know. And like with belly dance class, I like going there and be around with all the people, and so I was really kind of lost because mm -hmm. F45 was doing some exercises and posting them, but it wasn't like, come on, you're going to exercise live with us every day. In the, in the community. That's why I love, because I'm a group fitness instructor and a personal trainer. And 
I don't get me wrong, love personal training as well, but I, I can't even tell you how passionate I am about group settings and, and teaching those group classes because the energy and the, the group setting, it builds such a different environment to get motivated, to get inspired and use everyone around you to lift you up and to keep you going. So I, I agree with that. And I really do miss that during this time, but you, but you, it's cool to have other people keep you accountable in on Instagram with sports illustrated doing those 8 30 AM workouts. So you, you're still virtually trying to keep that going. Yeah, really. I have been doing that. And, um, yeah, they didn't tell us to do it. I just noticed they were doing it and started right, doing right. it. I think I'm the only one that's doing every one of them. That's you know? amazing. That's amazing. But it's, yeah, but it's, it's fun. You know, it gave me a reason to get up and work out. And that's really been like a lifesaver for me. Just mm -hmm. knowing that I have that every morning at 830. I follow a lot of people in the fitness industry and I've seen you come up so many times on reposts. And I'll You've text seen Abigail. me come up on people's uh, reposts? Yeah. I've texted Abigail every time I see it. What? Big fitness people. I'm like, look at, it was also when you were in the top six and, and that age is beauty and that beautiful picture of you and, and the white bikini one on the runway. And I texted Abigail, people were posting it. It's like your mom, seriously. Wow. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, I forgot what I was talking about. You flattered me too much. Now I can't remember <laughs> what I was. I'm just, you know, trying to keep myself, um, healthy because my mental, my mental state kind of requires me to do something to keep my, get my blood going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just get too depressed otherwise. And, you know, like seeing yeah. all the stuff around us that's happening, um, you know, with the, with the racism in our country is devastating to me. It's devastating. It's devastating. Mm -hmm. And my mom is in a nursing facility and we can't go see her. She's in Texas. Mm -hmm. And so I have, mm -hmm. you know, things that are, pretty stressful right now. So to have that is um, a blessing. And also I've been very busy because um, I do these things from home where I, I work for companies, like I make posts. So like I'm getting some hair stuff and there's this company that makes hair products for ladies over 45 and it's called Better Not Younger. And they sent me stuff and I love it. And now uh, I'm going to make some videos for them. Um, I did a TikTok wipe it down. Where oh, I, I put saw the mask that. I on, saw that. I love and it. And then afterwards, my hair's all fixed, and I'm all like, oh, into the camera. <laughs> and, and they loved it. And so I'm doing uh, some something where I have to, I'm going to be putting it on my hair, how it protects your hair when you go swimming. They have like a mask, and I have the whole set. I have everything. I have the vitamins, I have the hair mask, the shampoos, and they make your hair feel so much thicker because uh, I had a hair disaster. We call it the hair hole at my house. So um, I'm grateful for them. And I'm grateful that I have something to do. Like I have to make these videos. I'm going to be doing something on Sports Illustrated Live. I think I'm going to be cooking or something this week. Like they called, they you texted me, uh, what do you call it? DM me and asked me. So I have that to do. You know what I mean? Like so I have so things fun. that I'm doing. And then I have a friend whose kid's getting married. I'm going to help make a little cake for them. They're getting married. In a, so I have things I have to do. I have to get up and do. And I think that that helps keep you sane during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. You got like mm -hmm. things to look forward to. What about, what about nutrition? Has it been really hard for you to eat a healthy diet during the quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing. We're like, uh, yes. <laughs> Everybody wants to know what I eat. I get so many messages wanting to know what I eat. 
well, here's what I eat. I make these muffins. I, first of all, I don't think I'm keto, but I'm probably close to it, but I also mm -hmm. don't eat meat. So I, the closest thing you could describe my diet to would be a pescatarian keto diet hmm. that also eats fruit. That's my diet. So I, I make like, these muffins. I, like I make these muffins out of almond flour and I used to use coconut sugar. I'm even off of that at this point. I use like swerve sweetener or I use stevia. So I'm pretty much a hundred percent off sugar. Mm -hmm. um, I don't eat obviously any meat whatsoever except fish. Like not even on Thanksgiving, I don't have turkey. Uh, no one in my family eats meat. Is it for animal reasons or animal reasons? reasons. Mm -hmm. I, just for animal reasons. And I'd like to stop eating fish too. And my daughter's been talking about, we were talking, I was talking about this with Abigail yesterday. Mm -hmm. I, I want to try to stop eating meat. I do eat a lot more fish than chicken. I don't really eat red meat. So, and I, I try to do more plant-based as much as I can, but I want to mm -hmm. try to be a pescatarian and then slowly, but surely we'll see. Yeah. But, the little changes. And I do have a theory. I think your skin looks better when you don't eat meat. Hmm. Just your my skin theory. Is glowing right now. Just, just a theory I have. It could be wrong. But also when you don't eat sugar. Mm -hmm. But I don't drink enough water. I'm having one of these. My, they're called LaCroix. La I call them LaCrocs because there's an X and my daughter <laughs> says that's wrong. LaCroix. <laughs> this is flavored water because I, they call me camel. I don't drink enough water. Oh my You're going to have a hell of a time editing this. Oh, no, I want to keep it the raw. The more raw, the better. I, I love okay. it. Okay. Well, What's I just, your... I, Okay. Or do you normally do um, three meals a day? Do you like to snack throughout the day? Right. Okay. I do a lot of snacks. I eat a lot of almond crackers and oh. I make a lot of muffins out of almond flour. I make different flavors and I put these chocolate chips. They're called lilies. I was going to look chocolate chips and everything and I eat them too. They're sugar free. I eat a lot of like things that have like maybe like sugar-free chocolate chips or these muffins. I, I'm, I keep those frozen in my freezer and I pop them out and either toast them or microwave them and I eat them and it stops me from eating cake or, you know, ice cream mm -hmm, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's what I eat. I don't really eat that. Like I might have one bite of cake every four months. I mean, I really don't eat junk food. I had really bad blood work. That's why mm -hmm. I went off of the sugar and the carbs mm -hmm. a few years ago because they said it was hereditary because they're like, you're not fat, but your blood works terrible and you're pre-diabetic. So, yeah. So was, was that a huge wake-up call for you in terms of? Yes, mm -hmm. because my mom, dad, and brother have all had strokes. They wow. all have heart problems. They all have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Um, diabetes mm. or borderline diabetes, all three of them. Mm. Every, that's my immediate family. And my mom is in a dementia unit because she had a bunch of strokes from her high cholesterol and oh high blood gosh. pressure and high sugar. Mm. So yeah, so I don't eat and I'm and it's also supposed to be exercising. So it's mm. almost like I have to do those things, you know, mm. for my health. Right. But I do eat quite way too many of these muffins that I make. And <laughs> where's the recipe before. for this, like, for these muffins? Well, um, the recipe I'm, I'm going to be in woman, I'm coming out. I'm, I'm going to be on woman's world, the cover of woman's world, June 4th. And so some exciting. muffin recipes are in that. Congrats yeah. on that, by the way. So I could exciting. go off on another tangent, 
I did some covers for them over 30 years ago. So that's why they're having me back again. Oh, that's so, wow, yeah. full circle. Mm -hmm. So, but, and then like, I try to eat like a lot of salads for lunch. Mm -hmm. I make a lot of salad dressings because the, dressings. it can be the best restaurant in the world. And I'm not that picky about food, yeah. but if they have salad dressing from a jar, I don't, I just like, oh man, their salad dressing from a jar. So I make a lot of different kinds of salad dressings and just like salads. And then for dinner, we have like fish. We eat a lot of vegetables. I, I do a lot of, if my family does pasta, I will do um, butternut squash mm, that I, I chop up and I put Italian seasonings on and I put like, you know, sauces on top of that, that, you know, we make uh, either pesto sauces or I'll do a tomato sauce and I'll use like uh, fake meat sausages in it or mm -hmm, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also eat those, you know, those pastas made out of beans. Yeah. The lentil. I eat that. Mm -hmm. I and see that's not keto and I eat fruit. I eat like, right. I eat like berries, like strawberries and those are lower in carbs. Mm -hmm. And every morning I have fake sausage and an apple and some nuts and see apples have carbs. So I do, I get carbs that way, but like I don't eat bread or pasta mm -hmm. or rice except like once or on the weekends, like mm -hmm. on Friday, I'm probably going to eat Indian food with rice. Mm -hmm, or pasta mm -hmm. or something like that. But like, I don't eat it every day. Right. Well, what I love about your, your, I don't even like to call it diet, but almost just like how you eat your lifestyle is that it, you don't deprive yourself. It's like, you're giving yourself the, but you're still eating what you love. It's just, you're almost, you're, you're just, you're just giving your body what it needs in the most, in the healthiest way, but you're still enjoying yourself with chocolate and with muffins, but, but healthier ways. And that's what I always tell people is there's so many substitutes for foods that you, that you like that maybe stigmatize as a junk food, but pasta, okay, butternut squash or these healthier chocolate chips. So um, it just, those are ways to not deprive yourself from those foods and to just create substitutes and still give yourselves the luxuries of that same taste. So I, I love that because in the modeling industry, there's so many people who go on these very, very stringent diets. And, and you know, it just seems like you're kind of giving yourself what you love and what you need and, and you know, focusing on Obviously you said your family has all these risk factors, but you're just, you're, you're preventing and giving yourself what you want. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, everyone in my family eats a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. They make a, they eat a lot of, they eat a lot of pasta, a lot of sugar, a lot. Of, I bake a lot of cakes and they eat every one of them. They, <laughs> they eat, but I just have to be like, you know what? I'm not going to eat that. And I just don't eat it because like, say around the holidays, I went off the wagon and I was eating a bunch of, bunch of sugar and it tastes so good and a bunch of, and it's hard to like wean yourself back off of all that sugar mm -hmm, once you mm -hmm. go down that hole again. So I try to not eat too much sugar and oh my God, I can taste sugar a mile away. And I actually don't like it. Like it tastes too sweet for me because I guess I've been off of it for so long mm -hmm. if I eat something. Mm -hmm. Also, Kathy, where can people find you? What is your Instagram? Oh, I'm on Instagram as you. Age is Beauty. That's my name on there. So you can I just go onto Instagram so and look up Age is Beauty. I love it. And there's so yeah. many articles about you online. It's crazy. And the pictures you you show you exude like this powerhouse and just such beauty on your during your walks and your shoots and everything and it, it's a very unique it's a very unique look and you exude your personality as well 
so it, it's uh they're just so such beautiful pictures and videos and everything i've seen oh that's so sweet thank you no i'm serious that's nice of you no of course kathy my last and final question for you is yeah. so at fit food junkies our motto is addicted to health so i want to ask you what are you addicted to in life what am I addicted to in life? Wow. Uh, I'm addicted to pugs. I love I pugs. <laughs> I have always got a pug around me. And um, I'm addicted to skincare because I, I'm always mixing up skincare and testing it out and seeing what works and what doesn't. So those are two things I'm addicted to. And I'm addicted to my muffins. <laughs> I eat way too many of those. Those are three very random things to be addicted to. I love it. Is there something you're addicted to in the industry or in your career? Um, well, I'm addicted to Instagram. It's a real problem because every day I go on, I want to see what everybody's doing. I want to like and comment. And yeah, right, so, right, yeah. right. I would say that I'm addicted to that. But at the same time, it's kind of like I use it as my job too. So... It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, no, and I, I yeah. appreciate that too. But you yeah. really are just going, your mission, I, I just, your mission is so inspirational that you are trying, you're trying to, you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're a model, you're a body positive activist, and you're trying to tell people that it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the industry. You can do whatever you can and to go down in flames and just put That's yourself right. out there. That's right. You got to do it. Talking about your health and working out. And it's like people need things like you right now. Yeah. Like I think people like you are what's really needed because we got to keep our health going for so many reasons. The healthier you are, I think the least likely you are to maybe even contract COVID or, or if you get it, yeah. you'll get better quicker. I mean, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but I mean, you know, health is wealth. Yeah. Health is what we have right now. It's like our currency. And um, also to help clear your mind and not obsess about the bad things or feel upset or sad, you know, exercising or getting out and walking or doing anything like that really is something that's so needed right now. So, so I true. think that what you're doing is a little different than like me posing in a bikini. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, but I, I mean, of course, you have such a great mission to put out there, but it, it is so important because it, it's as, as horrible as the world can get. There needs to be some positive force. There still needs to be some there positive energy be. out there. There has to be. And that's why I preach movement so much, and I love motivating and inspiring people through that, and, and not just physically, but mentally too, because it's so important and as hard as life can get. And of course, there's things that you can do to help out and to help enhance the world and create peace right now. But, but, and also for your own mental health, there's just moving your body, giving it the nutrients it needs and, and doing things that, that will make you happy each and every day will create more of that positive energy in the world. Yeah. So don't stop doing what you're doing. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you so much. I can't thank right. you enough for your time. And, uh, I, I uh, need to try your muffins, so I'm excited oh, yeah. when you do that video because I will be watching and doing it. All live. right, <laughs> I'm to make the muffin video. If this interview has taught you anything today, I hope you learned how to go down in flames. If there's anything that you are going for in life, 
and you think you might fail, go for it and go down in flames and give it your all. Accept rejection. Stop judging yourself and others and just take it all in. Don't ever limit yourself. And I loved how Kathy talked about how to make the best of your time and consistently go forward in life and utilize your time to not only be most effective, but if that's what you want to do, go full force and don't let any judgment get in your way. Life is too short for you to feel that you are too old to start something new, whether it's a business, whether it's a new career. Kathy really taught us how age does not define your life. One of my favorite quotes, age is a number, nothing more. It cannot quantify life for life is not lived in years, but in moments and moments. Well, they can take all or no time at all by Natasha Renee Hayes. Don't let anything limit you in life and let's go down in flames together. I'm so excited for you to join the Fit Food Junkies journey with me. 